and they like want it so hard, but they just can't finish. <laughs> That's what she said. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. I was literally just sitting here convincing myself not to make a drink. Uh, I will grab a drink if you want one. Okay. I okay. really kind of do. Okay. <laughs> what do you get? I fucking, I, I you twisted my arm. <laughs> <laughs> that was real fucking hard. <laughs> this Diet Coke ain't fucking cutting it. It's this week has been horrible and it's only Tuesday. Tuesday. And uh, I have to be at a wedding on Saturday. I need to be like drunk out of my mind all week. I can help you do that. Um, I'm sure you will. <laughs> what are you grabbing? Hard liquor or a beer or a seltzer? I'm going to get a seltzer only because I have to apparently put a report together tonight oh, for my true. boss. Okay. Okay. Same. Yeah. <laughs> well, cheers, bitch. Cheers. Okay. Okay. Hello. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Parladies. This is Women Can't Parlay. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. So many things. I feel like warning number one is already like looking forward to next week because <laughs> um, I've said a million times already today, I am in a wedding on Saturday. And then we have like a secondary wedding day at Hooters on Sunday that Rainy and I will both be at. So although we will certainly be watching the Cowboys game and hopefully all the other noon games and the primetime game, we will be drunk and I will be watching zero college football on Saturday at this rate. So yeah, and also I, I have my niece's birthday Saturday morning and I'm parlaying that directly into the wedding and reception. Actually, we'll call the parlay. The birthday, the wedding, then Hooters. Yes. So <laughs> that's just really the the holy trinity, right? It really is. I mean, it's like Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know why I'm starting with that, but I feel like it was fresh on my mind. So that's what we're rolling with. We're back. We're recording on a Tuesday for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but last week we were kind of off schedule. Was that last week? Yes. Yeah. We recorded last Sunday. So now it's Tuesday, our normal day. We're probably going to fuck that up again. Death. Most death. Um, so sorry, or you're welcome or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I will say, I have to tell you, well, shout out to one of our listeners, Q. Q? Uh, Q. Yeah. You know who you are, Q. Um, Love it. He, he, I just found out he listens and, you know, Jess is our resident gambler and like the smarty pants, but. Oh, I, I would actually, not go that far. I got to explain to somebody what a parlay was. Oh, I was shocked. Nice. Look at you. Oh, I'm so proud. Kidding. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, I just had to say that. Look at you spreading the, spreading the gambling knowledge to the world. That's what we're here for. Right. I know we're and learning we, and sharing. Yes. Learning and sharing is caring. Yeah. Um, okay. What else? I feel like there's like so much, uh, so much. How was your trip? Well, yeah. So I'm actually shook if that I have a voice right now because Proud of as you. of Thursday at about 12 PM, no 12 AM rather, whatever that is that Pacific time in California? Yeah. And yes, I was pointing to California. <laughs> um. Yeah. I know folks at home can't see, but she pointed in a literal direction as if that means anything. <laughs> 
you know, my brain is still not working. But anyway, my voice was actually gone. And then the next day was spent traveling back to this great state of Texas. (laughs) And it was like an all day travel experience with like half the people I met last week. So there was even more talking and yelling and drinking. So yeah, I haven't had a voice until like yesterday a little bit. So, wow, but it was good. Jam packed, you know, full of knowledge, bullshit. So exhausted and very brain dead. So I apologize ahead of time. Yeah, there's. Oh, excuse me. This is why I don't like to drink on the pod. Cause then I like start burping. <laughs> oh, I'm going to let the listeners know one day my, my burping capabilities, not to brag, but that is something for me to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Anyway, God, I don't know. I feel like I like had a million things to like talk about and now I know zero of them. Well, let's just fucking get started then. And if we need a tangent, then we shall tangent. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So I put a few notes on the thing to talk about before we get into football this week, just because there's a lot of like random things. The first thing I felt like we had to mention is Brooks, Kepka, and Bryson are going to have a play or a match. Yes, which I'm pumped about. It's in Vegas. Should we go? Oh, wait, I think it's the weekend after. I think it's the weekend we'll be in New Orleans. I was going to say, I think it is that weekend. Yeah. Or we could do it. We could do a cool flying Thursday, do the game. I'm joking. (laughs) I just, I don't, I know the whole, the world can't see the, the stress that just came on me, (laughs) but Rainy could. But it was the stress on her face. But really what that meant was, yes, you can convince me of this, but please don't. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. Can people go? No, I don't know. But like, I was just thinking we could at least go to Vegas. Uh, um, no, we should, know. We need thinking- to go to Vegas, but we're going to have to go another time. And also, yeah, I, agree. I feel like this match, like I haven't looked into it a lot, but I have they like since made up. So I don't know, but I think maybe what they realized is they could probably make more money together than yeah, not. Probably. Yeah. And okay. also that's one. That's the only note I wrote. I go equals besties next to them because I was okay. like, y'all, that would be genius if all of a sudden they got over their douchey bag selves and we're like, wait, are we actually friends? Yeah. So I kind of remember like at what was that la- the Ryder Cup maybe they were like being broy. And I was like, wait, are they f- cool now? And then all of a sudden this came out. So now I'm like, I'm excited for it. But yeah. if they're friends now, I'm not as excited for it. Well, sure, because everybody loves the drama. Right. That was the whole point. So I'm such a loser. I'm like, let's be friends. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe PGA and like all these folks are like, y'all, this doesn't work. Golfers, y'all are going to bring this happy Gilmore, happy Gilmore, my God, bullshit up into this. And we can't have it. Not in our sports. Well, that's so what, like, when I first saw it, I tweeted, I was like, I'm so proud of golf for like, you know, making this happen. But now yeah. I'm like, I might have to take these backseats on that. <laughs> yeah, I think you should too. We'll see. I don't know. I don't want to speak out of, you know, don't come here for the facts. Like I'm not a hundred percent. We don't know them. I feel person. like they're okay now, but also like Brooks stepped out of the Portnoy match because he like got hurt, quote unquote, on that, uh, whatever he had that drive where he like hit a root and it fucked up his shoulder supposedly. So he backed out of that. So they never had their match and now he booked this one. So Portnoy's pissed about that. And I am too. I was looking forward to that as well. Me too. 
Interesting. So anyway, we'll have to keep our eye on that. Of course, we'll watch, we'll pay attention, probably report it on here. But I am going to look further into like how good of friends they are because I don't know that they're like really enemies anymore, which makes it like not as fun. Yeah. Next WNBA finals are here and very cool. The Sky being the underdog, the Chicago Sky actually ended up defeating the ass is what they did. I know. Yeah. I was very excited. I actually gambled on that game. I've been trying to, but like my book doesn't always have WNBA games and it's annoying. And then when they do, it's like, you know, of course the last tab of all of them. And I like, don't see it. And then I'm like, Oh fuck. I would have bet on that. I also feel like, I feel like WNBA, WNBA names are always kind of like funny to me, which also, I feel like that's how like hockey names are kind of like that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there is like a parallel there a little bit. I I, I right? didn't really think of that before, but you're right. Yeah, I'm like Mercury, Sky, Sun. I'm like, mm-hmm. do we just be like, do we just look at this picture of space and go like Star <laughs> and Sun? And anyway, WNBA Finals are in town. Uh, not in town. I don't know why the fuck I said that. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. They're not near here. Dallas wings were out like the first fucking elimination game, (laughs) but the Chicago sky beat the Connecticut sun, which was a huge upset. Like nobody was expecting that. And then the Phoenix Mercury also in the finals. I think people were expecting that they beat out Las Vegas aces, but it's a huge matchup, right? Because we have Candace Parker and the Mm -hmm. Chicago sky who I don't think have ever won a final and then Diana Taurasi, who plays for the Phoenix Mercury, yeah. huge veteran player of the yeah. WNBA yeah. and everyone anticipating like this head to head matchup, which yeah, I, the well, sky took game one. Um, handily, yeah, but- which I actually did bet on that. I bet the sky and the over and I totally forgot to post it. So I was like mad at myself on that oh. one. Yeah, good job though. But yeah, I, I took also Sky think- money line and they were the underdog. Well, I think Mercury's dealing with some like injury, but anything can happen in basketball. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like that's true with any sport, oh, honestly. Yeah. But game one down, we'll fucking see. Yes, I believe game two is tomorrow night. Yes, game two yeah. tomorrow. And I'm the best of five series. So everyone check that out. I mean, I know the viewership has really like increased drastically. Um, Like I was reading, you know, some stats, it's gone up very high percentages. It really does seem to be like growing more interest. Like you're seeing it on TV more, whereas before, like it wasn't even on and yeah. So I think it's really exciting time. So just wanted to talk about that a little bit. And then we also are currently in the midst of MLB playoffs. MLBZ. Yes. So we've got, well, the Rays, Red Sox, that series is already over. The Red Sox are moving on. And then we have San Francisco Giants and the LA Dodgers. That is still undecided. Atlanta Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers also not decided yet. And then the last one is Houston Astros versus the White Sox, which Mm -hmm. actually ended today. The Astros beat the White Sox. The Astros are moving on. (laughs) Um, But I was going to ask you if you saw any drama about that in the news yesterday or the last couple days. Uh, Oh, hit me. What's up? So obviously I'm a huge Barstool fan. White Sox, Dave. 
Yes, White Sox Dave. I'm a huge Barstool Chicago fan. White Sox Dave works for Barstool Chicago. He's like hilarious. So he is obviously a White Sox fan. And Chicago is a, is a city that has two teams. They have the Chicago White Sox and then obviously the Chicago Cubs. So he, I don't know how much I want to get into like the details of it all, but like he kind of like in some joking fashion, like has, because they are a shared city, like he's like, you can't root for both. Right. So like, yeah, absolutely. So John Cusack, actor John Cusack. He's from Chicago. So he has been one that was like filmed and pictured like at the White Sox stadium when they won the 2005. Yeah. Also then in 2000, what was it? 16. When the Cubs won, he was there There. decked out in Cub gear. So he has, so White Sox Dave has this like list and it's like people who are banned (laughs) from White Sox, banned from rooting for the White Sox. And it's like this huge list. Like it's hilarious. Like Domino's is on there because like they probably did a fucking Cubs commercial. Vanna White is on there because Will of Fortune did a oh thing God. about the Chicago teams and left the White Sox out. And like John Cusack has been on this list always. So he sees him at the game, walks up to him and like has this conversation with him about like, he's like, you can't root for both teams. Like you have to love them when they're bad and love them when they're good. You don't get both. Like you don't get to love them when they're only good. Like you don't get a flip-flop. So they kind of get into it. And then Barcelona Chicago like posts it. And then it just like takes off and gains like national media attention it was like, like fucking. Have a look at it. Oh yeah, but so him and John Cusack after the game get in this like fucking Twitter war over it. Oh my god! And then Patricia Arquette jumps in. Yes, and it's been in the New York Post. It's been like on NBC. It was on like oh, um, what's his name? Snowden was tweeting about it. Today. Oh, the actor that played Snowden or the actual fucking no, 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 no. The guy who like did all the leaking of the like, official- right. Yeah. So I was like, wait, <laughs> no, I was saying like Joseph Gordon Levitt who played Snowden in the movie oh, or oh. actual, the real live person, Edward <laughs> Snowden, the actual guy. Yeah. Tweeted was, about it today. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Um, wow. That's awesome. Anyway. I- so I guess my whole point was going to be like, what is your opinion on this? Like if you're well, in a two team city, can you root for both teams? Well, so in, cause I'm kind of that, well, I'm not that person at all because I'm in two different cities, but right. I, well, and say- I was going to bring up like, even in like Texas, we have like multiple teams in the state, but not in the yeah. city. Well, and for me, so what I was going to say, cause I immediately was thinking about myself. Cause I for sure root for the Astros. They're like the only team I fully root for in Houston, but well, I mean, I, I like baseball. I love going to games live. I enjoy the game actually. Like I'm a fan, but I, I'm not like I am a cowboy fan, right? Like I'm diehard. Right. There. You would never root for the Texans. No, a oh, fuck. No, never. But So, yeah, what I would say is if John Cusack is really just a fan of Chicago, who gives a shit who he supports? I also respect White Sox Dave for his opinion, right? Because he's such a hardcore fan and guaranteed some of our pod friends who are Cubby fans are like, fuck the White Sox. That's what I think. I think it's completely different if you're from Chicago. I think it means so much more. And I think I would I would agree. That's why I think it'd be interesting to get. Is Brian a Cubby fan? Yeah. 
Okay. I bet Ryan would have the best take on this is like, no, you <laughs> cannot call him. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. I don't know if he's available, but. Oh, wait, it's hockey night. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's hockey night. We record on hockey night, so I don't think we can call him, but you can call him and report back to me. I would just be curious. But yeah, no, I agree. I think it's completely different too when it's in, in city, but yeah. like, I really like, he's such a diet, like White Sox Dave is like such a diehard fan. I mean, he's watching every single That's, game, every single pitch when they're winning fucking yeah. 20 games a year. So yeah. like, I totally respect that. I wish I could even say I was at that level of fandom and I feel like yeah. I am, but there's no fucking way. Total respect. But the funny part is, is that he just has this list. That's like this ongoing, like gag. That's hilarious. Every, it's so funny. And it's, it reminds me of like, I'm the exact same way with like Jen. Because she was always like, instincts never getting back together. And I'm like, bitch, the day they get back together, you're not going to the concert. Like, you don't get to go. Yeah, you don't you get didn't to go. believe in them. Yeah, no, 100%. I but. know. But it's the same thing, too, of like, you know, even when the Cowboys are down bad, watching even some of our friends and people be like, they fucking suck. Like, fuck that. Oh, fuck that. I'm like, I'll listen, someone. I'm I'm all on board with being like, we weren't playing very well. But you have to, like, still always be there and be in the fandom and not give up on them. So like, you're not a true fan. People, I'm don't. like, you don't get to celebrate this year. Like, fuck no. you. No, 100 percent. You're not a true fan if you don't. And that yeah. is my full opinion. And come at me if you disagree. But I'm like, you don't get you don't get to do both. Right. Like. Not if you're a true fan. Yeah. Cool. But even me, you know what like, you are? You're a fair weather fan if you do that shit. Exactly. So I don't know. I just, and I think putting it in the same city, like, I feel like I would be very angry if there were I would be too. I would be too. You have to pick a side. Yeah, I agree. When I keep, I feel like it's just kind of ingrained in you. I never, I mean, I always assumed because that's what I've been told by, I really don't know any White Sox fans actually. But uh, no, <laughs> but I know a lot of Cubs fans, especially in Houston. There's like a huge Chicago community here for whatever reason. So ninety percent of those folks that I've met are Cubs fans. But it's definitely like oh, Cubs are certainly the bigger fan base, like for sure. And they're more but worldwide because they're like the fame, the Wrigley Fields, and all yeah. that. Bullshit. But no, for sure. I, I've just never known until literally right now that there were people that did both. Cause I just assumed from all the cub fans that I know that you, that this is it. Well, so I think hilarious. I think that there are, I don't think a lot of people do both, but I think people like John Cusack, who's not a real fan are doing yeah. both. And then like people are calling him out for it. And then nobody's actually like probably approached him in that manner for it. Yeah. So, but it's just, it was hilarious. And like I said, it was like making all this media. So I was like, we, I was like going to ask you if you had an opinion on it, but yeah, uh, it's so funny that like this actor and him were like getting into it. So funny. (laughs) But anyway, that went on much longer than I anticipated. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's skip college. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No. Yeah, we do. We got to get into college football. Yeah. That's something we cannot skip this week because W-O-W. Literally most of my notes, I feel like. So, I mean, all in all, I really should have started the podcast out with this. This was like an epic fucking sports weekend. Sports. Yes. Oh my God. So much. Yeah. Not even just football, but like a lot of great football. I don't even know where to start. Where would you like to start? I mean, do we just start with the Red River shootout? <laughs> uh, yes. And I also love that you just called it the Red River shootout. Well, of course. Like, listen, coming from a basketball team that also played in a Red River shootout yeah. my entire life. 
<laughs> I will never forget that it's called that and I will always use it by its correct name. Yeah. Well, it's the showdown now, but I'm like, I didn't even, I guess I don't remember that change even happening, but I don't either. I, I always call it the red. Well, I either call it the red river shootout or the red river, right? Red river rivalry, but that is so hard to say. It is. Or I just call it Texas OU. That's really I always call it the cotton bowl. And it's like, it's not the cotton. Yeah. People do that. People always call it the cotton bowl. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's played there, but it's not the cotton cotton bowl. bowl. Yeah. No, that confuses it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this was epic as fuck. What a game. I know. I know. Sad because I'm, you know, obviously a big Texas fan, but it's mainly just like every year. The only game I really care about is OU. Like, obviously I want them to win, but I'm like, if we be OU, we can lose every other game. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah. Getting into the game. Like, okay. I mean, Texas goes up, they're up 28 to seven at one point and fucking blow that lead somehow. And like, obviously even when they were up 28, seven, I never thought that that game was over. I knew the entire time that at any point, oh, you could come back and win this thing. And that's the mindset that you have to have throughout that game always. Yeah. And that's what happened, right? OU 55, UT 48. Was that the final score? Yeah, I think so. Cause like that last second play where every, I mean, it was 40, Texas had tied it up 48, 48. Yeah. Everyone, including clearly Texas thought it was just going to go into overtime. I think they kind of let up a little bit probably. And then OU fucking scored and then the game was over. So yeah, not a good idea. Yeah. OU outscored UT 35 to 10 in the second half. Yeah. It was crazy. Like that is, first of all, 35 to 10, like the over under on this was 65 and a half. Yes. And I took like, you always take the over on Texas OU. Always always fucking take the over, but like, that's just insane. It's fucking insane. Yeah. At one point, the live, like halftime at one point, the live over under was like 93. Yeah. So crazy. We do have a bit of like a quarterback situation on both ends. I think, you know, obviously with UT, we've had a quarterback change that happened before that I think is clearly working for them. Cause that's the thing. Like, although Texas fucked up and lost this, I do want to say that, like, I was very impressed by their play. And I think that it sucks because they've had this, they've had this string of like, wins that they've put together and their one loss really hurt them. Now their second loss is also going to hurt them really bad. So, I mean, I don't think they can really do anything with it, but it's crazy because I feel like, and I know people say Texas is overrated and I know nobody wants to hear this, but like, I do think they're a lot better team than people are giving them credit for because of what happened early on in the season. And I think that like, if it weren't like muddled by some of this, then it would be like a much different story, but they they really played very well, and I really think they have a lot of potential that people aren't exactly seeing because they're only looking at like, oh, well, they fucked up here and they fucked up there, which is not good. But I do think they're better than they have been in the past, and I think they have a lot of work, a lot to work with. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. They have a lot to work with. I just like I just feel some inconsistency of like I don't which and of course this game is hard to judge anything by because there's so much going. That's into why it. there's I so much that, leading into. This. I hate that this game is even like looked at because it, it does not matter what has happened prior. It, it's a whole different ball game when they step out on the field for Texas OU. For it's sure. On both obviously. sides. Obviously. Yeah. On both sides of it. Oh yeah. Which I mean, yeah, I honestly just, anyway, we'll get into that. I was Going talking about the quarterback situation. So yeah. Texas had already had a QB changeup. I think it's working out really well for them. Obviously 
We saw the quarterback changeup happen in the middle of this game. Spencer Rattler, you know, this Heisman hopeful that everyone's talking about his own fans end up booing him earlier this season. They're unhappy with him. They finally sit him, put in Williams and Williams comes out and fucking change this game. Like this game really is when it turned around was when they, when they got him in. Yeah. Showed the fuck up as a true freshman after sitting out his senior year, he sat the fuck out and then just came in and did all that. Incredibly impressive in my opinion. Yep. So we'll see, cause I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more of him this season. Yeah. I think that's right. No, I agree. I think that's the big question. Where does OU go from here in terms of quarterback? I think obviously you have to go with Williams based on his performance and the past performances of Rattler. Now it's hard though, because although Rattler hasn't played well, he's gotten the wins. Like they haven't lost, they're undefeated. So it's like, that's tricky. Then it's tricky because if you start Williams, does Rattler then enter the transfer portal? Like, and then you don't have a backup. Like, yeah. And did he, because I saw some notification, but I never looked into it. If, or it, it was probably a joke. It was probably saying, and he now enters the whatever. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think he has, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that was a joke. No, I feel like we would have known by now. But I also don't think that that's out of the question if he doesn't get to play. Yeah. Maybe he'll pull a Joe Burrow. Who knows? So one person I have to bring up, but and it's a really stupid reason. Well, we'll bring him up because he seems like he's going to be a pretty phenomenal wide receiver. Um, and that oh. would be Marvin Mims. And can I tell you... <laughs> Every time they showed his name on the screen or said it, what I thought every single fucking time. And I hate myself for it. What? <laughs> the marvelous Mad Marvin Mims. Oh. Sword in the stone, baby. Okay. I was like, I don't know where you're going with that, but okay. Now it I know was, where you're going with that. Yeah. The marvelous Mad Madam Mims. I haven't Mims. seen that movie in 26 years, probably. Neither have I, which was why it was so shocking that his name was bringing that alliteration line to my fucking brain. So yeah, it's like Chanticleer. It is a hundred percent like that. Yeah. That is my brain. You guys. Oh, <laughs> I love it. This was the largest comeback mm. in in the history of this rivalry, by the way. I yeah. don't know if I said that earlier, No, but crazy. it was a crazy game. I'm very sad that yeah. Texas did not win. I think this will be interesting too, in terms of like where OU sits and where they rank. Cause like they kind of just have a whole new life now i feel like and although you could argue their wins were not pretty their wins were still wins so um, a dub's a dub yep yep uh i have arkansas oklahoma Ole miss Miss next sorry so another another high scoring game at arkansas 51 Ole miss 52 yes which what the fuck like okay so is there a defense on any of these teams no not these two what the fuck which this is an interesting game, you know, like obviously great game. Arkansas ties it up at the very final tick of the clock. However, they make the decision to go for two that ended up being unsuccessful instead of kicking the PAT. Yeah. And that's how they lost the game. Which ballsy of him to try it. And yeah, how there do was we a feel? good chance they could have done it, but they fucked it up. It didn't. Yeah. I unfortunately, this was one of those games that I like didn't get a watch watch. Like I didn't like I was clicking back and forth. So I don't no, like I, my assumption is that they just were like, let's throw our nuts on the table and go for it. <laughs> yeah. was, do we know, was there a reason why they went for it instead of kicking? So like, I'm unaware. What are you, what is your opinion on that decision? I don't know y'all. I could never be put me in a basketball overtime situation any time of any day. 
and I could tell you what plays to run and what I would do, but like <laughs> football, how do you, how do you go in at 51 to 52 with already what you've done and not done this season? I mean, again, I appreciate the confidence. I just don't know yeah. why no, that decision it. was made. I was just, did, I, I was just going to say if you had like a, I don't really I don't. Yeah. I, my thing is just like, it's tough because I will never talk shit about somebody who decided to go for the win. Like, I think that's ballsy. I love it. I think it's awesome. I I think commendable. Yes. I think given Arkansas's year, I'm Mm -hmm. like, why the fuck not? Like they kind of have nothing to lose anyway. So that's Mm -hmm. why I think I'm okay with it. But yeah, I mean the book, you know, everything tells you sanity tells you, you kick the fucking field goal there. Now, I don't know if they had an, I keep saying field goal, obviously like everyone knows what I mean. But like, obviously, I think if they had extra point issues with that kicker through the game previously that I'm unaware of, like maybe that even promotes that reasoning and I'm on board with it. I just am like, I'm sure he's catching heat for that decision. Um, I'm okay with it. I don't think it's necessarily what you should do, but that's not the point. Yeah, it's not. And it is, it is wild to how, (laughs) and this is anybody that's in the spotlight, right? It's not just coaches. It's not just celebrities, but like he was like being praised practically this entire season for what he's done so far with this program. Right. And he makes like this one choice, which is essentially just having confidence in his team to do this. Right. And he's like catching so much shit and it's going to, it's going to affect some stuff. And I just think that's so wild that in the heat of the moment, and again, we don't know what behind what went behind this decision, but yeah, it's just kind of crazy to think about. For sure. Obviously, the other big game we have to talk about, Alabama losing to A&M. Holy um, shit. Yeah. I'm here to say. Down goes a or down goes Alabama. And down goes Nick the Saban. <laughs> um Got some stats for that, obviously. We spoke about that last week and about how Saban's beat out all of his, you know, former assistants and all that crap. And everybody just naturally assumed that A&M would fall just like everybody else did. But we can now say that that is false. Right. And these are the streaks that went down after that game. (laughs) So up to that point, Alabama had 100 straight wins versus unranked opponents. So since 2007. Yes, they lost to uh, Louisiana Lafayette, I think. I think. Oh, dang. FBS, best 19-game win streak. See ya. Uh, And then also he, the 24 straight wins, like by Nick Saban versus former assistants while at Alabama. So he was, I said that really weird. (laughs) So he was 24-0. He's now 24-1. He is... Officially dethroned, but that's still a pretty fucking good. Yeah, I don't there. <laughs> I don't think he's dethroned. I that's I keep seeing that, and I'm like, I don't think so, guys. Like he's still 24 and one, y'all. Yeah, there's like, like I don't 24 know more games like, that need to happen for him to actually be on the negative side of that. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Is I'm like, I get the whole like we're excited thing, but let's also remember all the streaks that were happening before this win. Yeah. Um, like like I don't want to take away from people celebrating because obviously I love this, right? Like I'm one of the people that like roots for the underdog. I'm so tired of the same freaking people, specifically Alabama being the king of all kings in college football. It's boring. It's dumb. It's made me not fall out of love with college football, but like I can just see myself- 
yeah, falling back in more in love with college football every day because it's like, wow, this is actually like these games all matter. And we don't know like already in week four, who's going to fucking win it all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a little exaggerative. Obviously Alabama hasn't won like 14 national championships in a row, but they might as well have, right? Like it's kind of that ridiculous. The hard part for me was like kind of what I was referring to earlier is I'm like of all fucking people to take Alabama (laughs) down. It had to be A&M like, Oh, like, obviously I want Alabama to lose, but like, I don't want A&M to be the one to do it. I know, but I'm, I'm kind of, I'm totally cool with it. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm not like mad about it. Which, yeah, I feel like, well, first of all, I feel like I'm not even going to think or talk about rankings at this point anymore until the actual rankings come out in November. Well, first of all, I don't understand college football rankings anyway. Nobody does. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest, like nobody, it's like this secret system that makes no sense. I feel like, and it's just, it is what it is. And like, obviously there's rankings now, but like the official, like whatever. Right. So I just, I like, I know we were talking about a lot of stuff last week and like A&M and like UT and all these folks being ranked. And I just personally, A&M beating Alabama, especially putting those types of numbers on the board is pretty fucking impressive, but I don't necessarily think they're going to go run all over anybody else. You know what I mean? Like Alabama was going to fall eventually. Right. We knew they were beatable after that Florida game. Yeah, but I'm not, which that was a good game. Um, (laughs) But um, I'm not, I'm taking nothing away from A&M, obviously, but I just like across the board, I think I'm just going to be over the ranking thing and like making my opinion known. I got a little crap for that last week. So I'm just what, (laughs) like just talking about different specific teams. Um, You know, awesome. Alabama lost. Like I'm a fan of that. Even yes. if it was to A and M, I did love. I love that that kid Spiller has the tagline. It's Spiller time. Perfect into um, that. Perfect. And also, sorry, little side story about him that I didn't know, but and I just love this type of shit. Clearly, so his dad used to be a tight end for our A and M. And basically like fucked his back up and his doctor was like, you can't keep playing football or you're going to be paralyzed. And so he had to stop playing and then he had Isaiah and now Isaiah yeah. is like doing badass at AM. And I just like, I always think that's cool to be like, love it. Yeah. Following in footsteps and like getting to kind of live out hopefully your dream and not just your dad's dream. Right. But I just, I, I like that type of story. So pretty cool. Did you see the video of the kicker's family and girlfriend. Oh yeah. I was like crying with, I was so nervous. I'm like, I really don't give a shit. I mean, I do. I obviously did. I wanted A&M to absolutely win this game. Right. Time is over. But I was like feeling the emotion from that. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Like the stress and the pressure is like too much. Right. No, that was a very cool moment to like see, I guess from that vantage point, but I just keep seeing it now everywhere. So I was like, surely you've seen it. No. Yeah. I saw it once. Um, and also A&M, which maybe Iowa should have been too. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that, but, uh, A&M was fined $100,000 for charging the field. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a headline. And we're both like over here going, doubt very seriously, A&M gives a fuck about $100,000 right now. (laughs) No. God, Like Jimbo can pay that out of his, like, that's his pocket change. (laughs) Yeah, it's like $90 billion contract that will probably now be extended because they won this game. (laughs) 
10 years. Yeah. 10 years. They'll be extended another, anything else on that? Or are you going to move on? No, I feel like on. we've like been on college football <laughs> for like an hour now. And we've said nothing. Well, yeah. Well, we spoke about, we spoke about not just baseball, but Chicago baseball for yeah. 35 minutes. Zero cents. Yeah. Editing um, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's like, like those are the three like big games. I feel like Michigan, Nebraska was also a huge game. Yes. You know, I've really felt like Nebraska, I had an inkling that like they maybe could go in and like win that game. Obviously I think they could have, it kind of came down to the very end, but Michigan pulled it out. They're still undefeated. Um, Penn state, Iowa, another comeback game this week. Yeah. Notre Dame beats Virginia tech in a very close game. And, oh, I also wanted to mention my Roadrunners out of UTSA. I've really been following them this year. I noticed that they were pretty good last year, returned almost all but like I think one of their starters. So I've been, I've been on them this year. They've won me a lot of money. I believe they're also undefeated beat Western Kentucky this week in what was like another offensive fucking battle that actually scored more points than Texas OU and Ole Miss. Um, I think at one point they're live their live total line was 98. Shiza. Yeah. I can't remember the final score, but like, it was crazy. Absolutely no defense happening in that game at all. Like it was something like 40 to 47 in the beginning of the third quarter. Like it was nuts. Yeah. That's insane. Um, so, I mean, I just, am like, if you're not keeping up with UTSA, they're, they're really a great team to kind of like watch. And sometimes I can't watch it or I have to like pirate it. And it's kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I was going to mention, guess what event is this weekend besides oh all of our wedding shit. And we're not going to be able to watch it. Oh God. What is it? Farmageddon. <gasps> What? Yeah, do you remember us talking about that last year? It's uh, Iowa State versus Kansas State. Yeah. The Farmageddon Bowl. Oh, because they still have the best name for the bowls. There's no better name out there in college football. I'm sorry. There is no better. I mean, prove me wrong. You can't. Yeah. (laughs) Prove it. Yeah. So we'll have to pay attention to that because that's like, I feel like that's like our things that we are into and like maybe one day we'll go to that game. Yes. Uh, I need you to know. I need you to know that I just Googled Farmageddon Bowl and it literally pulled up a bunch of eggs and grains and bowls. (laughs) Like Google doesn't even know what you're talking about. That's how awesome this fucking bowl name is. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Love it. Um, yeah. Anyway, yes. Uh, pumped. We're going to have to watch at least like highlights from it. Yes, we will. We will. Maybe we'll do that live on the pod when we're drunk recording okay. Sunday. I'm into, that. I'm into that. So legitimate. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I think we'll move on to move on unless you have anything else in college football. I'm certain we're missing one. So many uh, things. 100,000 things. How many burps do you think? <laughs> I will have to cut out of this podcast. Well, use your mute button, sis. I'm, I, yeah, I know that I have no excuse. Well, no, you do because I literally have to use this thing 50 times a podcast. So it's like second nature. to me. <laughs> yeah. I've got to learn. I've got to learn. Well, Rainy, why don't you tell the people about a really awesome, cool website that they can go to for awesome pics and shit like that? Yes, I will absolutely do that. And you know what that website is? Divers.com y'all. 
They've teamed up with online sportsbook Twinspires as the official season launch content partner to kick off the NFL season. Established in 1996 for horse racing, Twinspires, formerly known as Bet America, is owned by the famous Churchill Downs. Its sportsbook, which launched 2018, has since been brought under the Twinspires name to provide American bettors with a complete sports betting, horse racing, and casino platform. And that ain't all, folks. It's currently available in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee, with New Jersey also launching shortly. Twinspires are currently offering Dimers.com readers a $1,000 risk-free bet upon sign-up. Go do it, y'all. To do this and to support us in the process, head to our official page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay, click on the Twinspires link and follow the prompts to sign up. Yeah. And also I just want to give a quick shout out to um, a writer personality also for Dimers, I guess technically like our coworker. I don't know. I don't know how we want I don't know how we say that. I like that. He goes under the name Prospector Sam. Did I say that weird? Prospector Sam. Is the, is the emphasis on the wrong syllable? I think so. How do you say it? Prospector Sam. Prospector Sam. Okay. He, I didn't even, I didn't even get to go back and like recap all of his NFL, but through college and early NFL, he, his picks this week were seven and one the last I looked. So like, if you're not checking out this guy's picks, like you should be for sure. You fuck it Um, up. And like I said, like I've said in the past, also a bunch of other shit on there. That's cool. Lots of cool stuff, especially if you're, you know, wanting to explore uh, simulations for the games, especially in the betting world, our podcast, all of that, go check it out. Get us some money. Thank you. Thank you. Also, honestly, just go check out their website. Like it's very user-friendly. Yeah, I agree. Inviting. Yeah. And they're growing really fast. Like every time I look at their like followers page um, impressions and stuff, I'm like, the damn, like this, like the the damn, the damn, the damn, the damn, the dimers, (laughs) the dot com. God, we have to calm down. (laughs) Y'all, this is what happens. We're one whole drink in. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine what's going to happen Saturday when I'm like 27 in. Oh, I'm already dreading it already bad. I can't mentally think about that right now. Oh, continuing. Okay. NFL. NFL. First, I just want to point out that the London game was this week and it was featuring the Jets and the Falcons. And I find it hilarious that we just are constantly shipping out these like loot, like these non-winning record teams and like shipping them over to London as if like, like what is Roger Goodell thinking? Like you want to grow the sport internationally. How about you send over some people that like are going to matter? Yeah. Well, but I think here's the thing, like you look in the stands over there, which I love the London games because there it's just like a hodgepodge of NFL jerseys. (laughs) So there's not like one certain fan. So it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, I don't know, but that's why it doesn't matter. But I, I think, like, it, but don't you think that like that also has to do with who we're sending over there? Like you think if Tom Brady was going over there, they wouldn't fill the stands. So that's true. And has he ever been sent over there to the pa- Patriots have never played? I think there, like right? back in like 2012 or oh, something, yeah, they like did. way before his fandom they started, did. like this type of fandom. Yeah. Honestly, I would have to look into it more as far as like what NFL makes over, I don't know what they make of from that game and what they don't. Cause like, does it, if it's just like a blanket 
thing, yeah. then of course they're going to send whoever they want and keep the money in the US. So I don't know. I don't know. I think the whole point was like, you know, obviously international, like soccer is super international and those people make yeah, like ridiculous fuck you money. So like, I think that was the point. The NFL is like, hey, we need to grow internationally too. Let's start just like hosting a game over there. And I yeah. think they kind of teamed up with like London officials, but like, if I'm, you know, the fucking queen, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like quit sending piece of shit yeah. teams over here. Like, you know, I don't yeah, know for sure. I don't know a lot about it either though. So I don't want to pretend like I know the ins and outs, but it just seems yeah, I don't think sending the Jets and the Falcons over there are really going to do a whole lot. Like you you might as well not. Yeah, I am interested in how it actually comes to fruition. Like if they draw out of a hat and it just ends up that way because that game was obviously like they didn't know going into it that the Falcons, well, I mean, they probably did. I mean, the Jets, we had a pretty good idea weren't going to be very good this year, but we didn't necessarily know that the Falcons were going to be terrible. Uh, so obviously this game has been planned for a while. So I don't know. It's very curious. The one badass thing about this London game now is it's played in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah. And I've been there and it's fucking dope as shit. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, it is very cool. I 100% want to go back, even if it's, both of our dog shit teams. Like yeah. I would love to watch a, a soccer game in that or a football or a football or an American football. Right. Yeah. I would love to do that too. It's awesome. Remember the last time you were there, what happened though? Which part? Oh yeah. COVID. COVID. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I think I was literally going up the escalator or like buying a Tottenham sweatshirt and the tweet comes out like Donald Trump put out a thing. Nobody could come back to the U.S. Yeah, I remember being like, fuck, Rainey's going to get stuck overseas. <laughs> um, Cool. That's it. That's all yeah. I got. But you're right. It's it's a weird thing. And I'd really like to learn more on how they figure out that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm like, do we want to start with the Cowboys? Get that over with? I feel like you know, Avi, we're just like train is rolling, choo choo, motherfucker, like on to the next. Yeah. So yeah, Cowboys, we beat now the Giants. So we've got the Eagles, the Giants, Giants, heads rolling. Um, yeah. and yeah, four and one, four and one. Ooh. Our only loss is barely to the Bucks. And if it wasn't for that goddamn offensive pass interference oh. call, we might have won that fucking game too. Dude, you know what? I don't want to get too into it because you know what I'm doing this year, but <laughs> I'm not okay with it at all. Let me just preface it, but um, it never mind. I'm not gonna say it. I can't. I think. I, can I? You, can I pick? Yeah. Can I maybe say what I think you're trying to say, but you don't want to say because you don't want to be a dick? Yeah. In that, a lot of fucking Giants fans are pissed at all the injuries that they had this game, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking hear it. Oh, yeah. No, I actually wasn't going to say that. But yeah, how are they pissed about that? I don't know, but I've seen a lot of it on Twitter and I'm like, and look, I'm not rooting for people to get injured. Don't get me fucking wrong. That sucks for you. I'm not listening to it. Does anybody remember what happened to the last fucking time we met or not the last time we met up, but the last time we met up for the first time last year? Yes. On this night. I'm I'm sorry. This is football. Injuries happen. I am sorry that that happened and it does suck. And like a lot of shit went down Yeah, their team specifically, like, and like knock on all the fucking wood. I don't want anybody to get injured. I'm not, 
I'm not going to feel bad about it. And like, I'm not here to read anyone talk shit about anyone on their team getting injured, specifically in the Giants Cowboys game from this year's. Yeah. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I know, but I do. One thing I do respect uh, Logan Ryan, who was the one who tackled Dak last year and also oh. went up to him as he was being carted off the field last year and like checked in with him, which none of us want to see when we're all heightened in that, but also like mad respect then and mad respect now because he and Dak actually like kind of had a tiny conversation after the game. I saw that. Yeah. And that just to me, that's that's sports to me, right? Leave it on the field. That happened and that fucking sucked. But like you can tell he cares and everybody should, right? Like nobody right. wants to see a player go down ever. It's the worst fucking thing for anybody, whether it's on your team or whether it's your most hated team. Like yeah. I don't, I don't ever want to see that for somebody, but okay. I just thought it was very respectful of him. And, you know, obviously mature of Dak. Cause I would be like, get away. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. No, he's way too good of a person to do that, but yeah. No so anyway, I, I respect that, but yeah, I agree with you. Like, let's yeah, just, and I don't uh, want to come off like an asshole either. No, no, no. Like, I know. I, I don't think that it was everybody doing that, but I certainly saw people bitching, and I'm just like, look, you can't come at a Cowboys fan right now no, and been be there. bitching about yeah. injuries. Like, you just can't. Yeah. And I'm sorry, that's the game. What it's what happened. Yeah. Like, it's I don't want it to happen. But it yeah. certainly can happen. And look at Saquon. Uh, no, let's not. I'm looking at him oh, yeah, on my bench forgot. right now. He's on your shit. But yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, I I mean, I still just am like, I'm loving where we're at. I love the fact that like I can watch a cowboy game semi-stress-free now. Like that's a new world order that I haven't like experienced. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs. I mean, we might be four and one, but Trayvon Diggs is five for five and also what, like six for five, really. Yeah. Very impressed. <laughs> yeah. I know. And there's people talking shit about him too. Like, oh, like he. In know, what way? People are like saying that he is actually terrible, but just because he gets like this one interception every game, I'm like, are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? I'm not listening to that. Like, I'm sure there's been times where he's been like beat, outrun, like whatever, like duh. But uh, I don't motherfucking care. Like, obviously the boy is doing work and not yeah. only is he completing interceptions, but those interceptions are turning into points. So like, yeah. I don't but think I'm, we're mad about it. Like, I actually no. think it's working. And I I'll think, agree. Like, there is part of me that's like, I don't want him to lose focus. Like, we'll say I don't want him to be so concerned about having to create an it's a lot of pressure to where he ends up letting a man behind him get like yeah, or hurting himself or anything yeah like i want I him to play his fucking game and yeah just because he doesn't play every single every single down perfectly just hey newsflash haters nobody does no i know it's stupid show me a player on your fucking team that has one interception per game and also more yeah, than can't you can. like yeah, I don't have time for haters. I'm not even going to give them any more of my breath because that is just straight up stupid. Um, what else? I'm just like, I don't know. Um, I mean, I felt like the Giants put up a much bigger fight than I thought they were going to, to be honest. And then I yeah. think like a lot of the things they just like couldn't overcome, obviously. Um, Injuries being Daniel one of Jones them. going out. Although, yeah. what's his name came in and, and did a lot better than you normally would think a backup Expect. quarterback would do. Yeah, like yeah. I was thought he did pretty well. But yeah, I don't know. We're rocking and rolling. Like, I'm very, very happy with where we're at. 
I think we're at a place where like, we're the Cowboys. So like, we're always going to like, people are always going to discredit us no matter what, but I'm fine with that. Like, I don't want to fly above the radar. Like I want to fly somewhere in the middle and that's where I want to underrate us, please. Yeah, exactly. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. And obviously we still have work to do. Like we've got to make sure we maintain consistency, but also continue improving, making adjustments. And so far week after week, we've seen that we need to keep that up. Absolutely. Anything else on the Cowboys before we move on? No, we should move on. Okay. Um, one of the other big games this week, I feel like we have to talk about is Packers Bengals. Like what a fucking Shiza. circus that was. Total circus. Like I mean, how many missed extra points were in that game? I mean, it was like they were literally playing a game of hot potato, but the potato was like the game winning ticket and none of them wanted it. They're like, no, no. you win the game. No, you win the game. No, yeah. you win the game. Like, what was that? Like what sort know. of like spiritual demon was in the air on Sunday for kickers? Dude, seriously, it was wild. This entire weekend, there were so there were like 13 missed extra points or something. Yeah, shit. and like nine of them came from this game alone. Yeah, exactly. So wild. I'm it like was- crazy but also some weird injuries from that game like uh joe burrow going down and then afterwards going to the hospital with like a throat contusion yeah which that happened in the first quarter so like that guy is a beast oh he's a total freaking beast so many of these guys are just like fucking monsters it's so well but all these injuries oh god i don't even want to talk about them we all saw it we it's ridiculous um lions lions vikings the only reason i really brought it up is because Obviously the Lions, you know, really almost won this game and it was, it came down to it at the very end. It was like a very good game. And I took the Lions in this game because I still think people are writing the Lions off. Me too. Not, not like writing them off too quick. I'm not saying that they're good, but people are not giving them enough credit for what they've done so far this year. Obviously their loss yeah. to the Bears was not great and it shocked okay. me. I thought they were going to beat the Bears. So maybe I was, my, me personally was maybe giving them too much credit but people yeah. are not factoring in that, like, they have not done bad and they've lost games. Yes, absolutely. But the teams that they've lost to are good teams, but they yeah. have held to those teams so close and almost won every single time. And I know it doesn't yeah. matter, but it should be looked at differently. And I love yeah. Dan Campbell, like, Me coming too. out and just being so passionate about and vulnerable, right? Yes. Like, yes. Like that to me, like, oh, that means so much when you see, I agree. That's their head coach out there. Like that's fight. Like he's like, I, he can't even talk about it without getting emotional because he's that invested, which as he should be. Yes, absolutely. This is how coaches should be. Yes. Oh, I know. Total tearjerker. I was like, I can't watch that. I I don't even give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, I was kind of the same way and I'm sorry. Like I'm not saying like I'm a Brown, a, a Browns, a Lions fan, yeah, but I have yeah. a new like weird place in my heart for Dan Campbell, which also is kind yeah. of the Lions now. I'm like, people quit talking shit about the Lions. I <laughs> know. I'm like, let's let them be this season, y'all. Yeah, I'm like, they did better this year. Like, yeah, but also, you know, who is a fan of the Detroit Lions? Who? Who? What's the cool man, Taylor? Oh, oh. <laughs> I had no fucking clue what you just said or did. 
but now I get it. Now I get it. And I should have known that. Yes. Yes. Why would you, why should you know that? Tim Allen, AKA also Scott Calvin. I'm sorry. I'm on a, the Christmas bug has bit me early this year. Oh, and gosh. I'm like so weirdly excited for Christmas. And that's not normally me. I, I normally love Christmas, yeah. but I'm usually like dreading it until it's here. Yeah. Cause I don't want to deal with it. And I'm also like, how is it already Christmas? You know, like I'm that person always. This year, I'm like, God, I'm fucking excited. Yeah, let's change it up. Let's be yeah, different like, this year. I mean, I love it, but I'm like not normally like, yes, I can't wait for Christmas. So yeah. anyway, that was a weird tangent. But you know me, like I don't accept Christmas until Thanksgiving's over because I don't like when people Same. forget about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a grade A holiday. One of my favorites. I don't know that I can make it my favorite, but it is like one A, one B to Christmas, I think. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving and people don't give Thanksgiving its moment and it really pisses me off. And so like, I love Christmas and Christmas movies. Like Christmas movies are my fucking shit. I will not allow myself to watch Christmas movies until after Thanksgiving's over. And so like, I am like really hurting right now to watch the Grinch and I can't, these are just the rules. You can. Because no. if you're going to change this year, you can do it. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just more excited about Christmas and it's making it very hard, but no, I'm never going to, no, I'm not going to go back. I haven't even decorated for Halloween yet. Well, I mean, and y'all, y'all should know this. It's she's late on the schedule for that. It's half over like yeah. <laughs> October. It's October 12th. Um, anyway, um, another tangent. Sorry. Apologies. Nope. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, Chargers Browns was a crazy game. Can't lie, didn't watch a lick of that. Um, it was hard to watch that because I think the Cowboys, I think they were both three o'clock games, if I'm not mistaken. So I didn't watch the whole thing either, but I caught the end where there was a battle for the game. It was another like showdown. And the crazy thing about this game was that I loved is the Chargers were in route to score, but they were trying to do that thing, you know, where there's only like a couple minutes on the time clock left or less than two minutes. So they were trying to like get down there and like not score yet to like waste time on the clock. But the Browns, like at one point during the play, like the guy was just going to stop at the one yard line and the Browns literally like pulled him into the end zone. So he scored so they could get the ball back with time left on the clock. So that was kind of an an awesome like thing that happened, Um, which then the Browns ended up, the Browns actually got fucked in this game. There was a, I think it was a pass interference call that like they got royally fucked on. I swear to God. So they kind of got screwed, but they didn't win. The Chargers ended up winning 47-42. But I do think the Browns are also very good this year. They're also going to be the same old Browns, though, where they just they're good, but they don't win enough games. And then they get fucked in the end. So like, but they're on the up and up. I, I, you know, last year was big for them. And I think equally this year, you know, like they're in there, even though they're probably not going to hang in there forever. I think it's like awesome for the Browns fans to just like have that. But I agree. And I also, I just feel like I need to say this. I feel like I've said it once, but last year I was really on a, a hard Baker hate train. Oh yeah. And which I've never, you've come back around on that. I've come back around and I've always, I've always thought he was hilarious. I mean, obviously y'all all see the commercials now, but he does even more hilarious stuff, but I do actually feel like he's a lot more consistent this year than he has been in years past. And I mean, I think he's their quarterback. Like they're really good. They have a lot, they have a lot of fucking like 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, pieces, whatever. Oh, okay. Just like, uh, what's the word? Oh Weapons? my God. Thank you. That's oh, exactly is that what you're looking, looking for? for? I don't know. Exactly. You just picked it right out of my brain. Oh, look at us. I love it. <laughs> um, another game. I don't even know that it's worth talking about. There was a rain delay, but Bill's Chiefs. Kill me. Yeah, they should have just ended the game at the rain delay. I know. It was kind of okay. like, I was like, guys, I'm tired. This weekend has been way like so much. I was like, I need to go to sleep, dude. I honestly can't. And I, I'll only say this and it's the same thing everybody else is saying, but I don't know what's going on, but I, which granted, let's be, let's put this out there. It is virtually impossible for Patrick Mahomes to do the same thing he's done in the last couple of seasons for the rest of his career. It's fucking impossible. Right. No, I he's agree. still an incredible athlete. He's still an incredible quarterback. Pieces aren't adding up this year for whatever the reason. I don't know, but fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just not looking like their year. I mean, no. I think it's like crazy how much talent they do have, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, he can't do it by himself. There are certainly issues that they need to work out. And yeah, I just think, although they're not like totally out of it and it's hard to ever say no. like they're out of it with Patrick Never. Mahomes being their quarterback. Like he's like yeah. a wizard and can just like make things happen sometimes that come out of nowhere. Yeah. But it's not looking good. Like it's, no. it's certainly concerning when well, they have some injuries, like they had some injuries, obviously going into this game. Now they have some more coming out of this game that are like pretty high profile, but still, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that there's really much more when you talk about no. on that game, I'd Colts like Ravens know. overtime last night was interesting. Like the Colts that entire started, game was yeah coming out Lord. kill like every shock in the world, beating the Ravens. And then all of a sudden Ravens, Lamar Jackson make their way Jesus back. Christ. Yeah. Can we take a? Can we have a moment of silence for Lamar Jackson and his fucking talent? I know it's insane. He's so good, but he's also just one of those quarterbacks. That I just feel like, I just don't know that he's ever going to get his moment. Does that make sense? Like, well, I don't know. You don't consider last night a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I consider it a moment, but not like the like Super Bowl moment. Super Bowl moment. Like, I just don't know that it's going to happen for him, but he's so good. I know. Well, he I deserves feel like, it. I feel like the Ravens have impressed a lot of people considering what they came in with this year as far as injuries go to key players. Right. Um, yeah. The I fact that they're even doing what they're doing is just like crazy. It's so crazy. And I think, yeah, I think it's something to note on its own that Lamar Jackson has a lot to do with that. And honestly, oh, yeah. I just like to note his growth since he's been in the league. He was already amazing when he came in, but like, and he had some issues last year, you know, poop gate and whatnot, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he he's insane and undeniable. But I think you're right, right? Like Mark Andrews last night had like in a PPR league, 41 points, something points, which is insane. Yeah. And, but that's the only thing. That's the first time he scored all year. If they don't ever have all of them hitting at the same time, there's no way they're going to A, get to the Super Bowl, more or less win a Super Bowl. Right. No, I agree. That's what I mean. I just think it sucks for them. And again, like I think I've said it before, it's like, imagine where this team would be right now if they didn't have thousands of injuries. It's hard to think about. Like, I don't have Lamar Jackson's stats in front of me. And he obviously wasn't the only one playing last night. But the fucking plays he creates. Yeah. It was magical, y'all. But also broke my heart because I am a Frank Reich fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just feel for the Colts, right? Like, I feel like the Colts and the Lions right now. I just yeah. like they, they're tugging at my heartstrings a little bit. And they like want it so hard, but they just can't finish. That's what she said. 
Yeah, I'm I'm not so much like having a, a soft moment for the Colts, probably because of Carson Wentz, but that's just me. Like, I don't Fair. know. I don't know. I he mean, also did really well last night. I though. know he did. Well, he had his moments and he did do well, but then he kind of like same old Carson, same old. Carson Wentz. He, he Carsoned himself. himself, I feel like, there at the end. Well, so. here's the thing. I'm going to need him to continue his little friendship with Michael Pittman Jr. because I need him to play this week because <laughs> Samuel's on by. Got it. And okay. they've been connecting really well in the last couple of weeks. It needs to continue through this third week. Then I don't give a fuck about the Colts. I have a bigger love for Pat McAfee and his love for the Colts. So like that would Fair. be my only thing, Fair. but it's just not, I, I don't know. It's just not there for me. It's no length to the lions, but again, I just, I'm a Frank Reich fan. And I yeah. just like, well, the lions thing, that's just come out of nowhere this year. I don't normally give a fuck about the lions and then well, Campbell coming out and like, exactly. I'm just like, what? I'm, I was like, I, I'm sorry. Like, do you want to hug? Like I'm just, I know hugging at all my heartstrings. So yeah, the feels, what is this podcast doing to us? I don't know, but it's weird. And I, I feel like it's we're weird. just like in love with everybody. Like that's, not we what are. we should be doing, but, but I not, like, you know, who can go suck a toe? <laughs> who? Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, well, yeah, I guess on that note, are we going to talk about John Gruden being out at the Raiders? God, I mean, I've had so many thoughts from when this news came out, whatever, a week ago to now when the news came out last night that he's gone. And it's been a whirlwind. First, I was a little bit like, why is this coming out now when these have clearly been around for a very long time? Uh, obviously, there is some sort of investigation. Um, he wasn't an NFL employee, but does that or should that really even matter? I haven't personally seen any of the content, but when he resigned over being fired or fighting for anything made me really think that's there's a lot worse stuff out there than what's been shown so far. But I don't know. I mean, I honestly have like 15,000 different emotions and I don't have any time or patience for misogyny or racism or sexism or any of that bullshit. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the way it came to is just really kind of what's throwing me off. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, I, I get it. And I think there's like a level of like, there's a lot of oddities about this and like the initial investigation into how this even happened is kind of crazy. And now, you know, Gruden is also being exposed in the midst of it. But at the end of the day, it's like people want to talk about cancel culture, but I really look at this as more like a consequence culture. Like he's certainly fucked up and he certainly said unacceptable things yeah. and he said a lot of unacceptable things and like yeah, this isn't a one lot and a lot of years and like I know it goes yeah. back to like 10 plus years ago but it also goes back to like 2018 which yeah. just feels like last week so yeah. like I can understand that like I think you know personally when it comes to these sort of matters he said fucked up shit and he needs to learn from that there's times when I'm like I don't know that like firing people and like letting them like that's the answer but I also understand that like the NFL can't employ somebody who's saying these things, especially in the job that he is like, he's supposed to be the leader of other men and a right. coach and he needs to be a respectable person. Like right. at that level, his team would probably refuse to play for him. And I totally respect that. And they should, yeah. um, but well, it does get hairy in that. Like, I think as a, as 
in this world that we're living in, like when these situations come up and they're not all built the same, I'm just like, no. I want to figure out a way that we can be productive in it. Yeah. And maybe that is the productivity, right? Like he got fired. Maybe he'll learn his lesson. Willie, I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah. but maybe it'll, maybe it'll wake him up to be like, okay, maybe I'm marginalizing people or whatever it is, yeah. you know, depending on the situation. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I certainly haven't gotten a lot of time to like read through everything, but my favorite part of it is that he pissed off the four corners of the world that you do not piss off. Yeah. He offended women. He offended LGBTQ plus racial comments. And also pissed off Roger Goodell, which was probably really the... That was the nail in the coffin. That was really probably the nail in the coffin of what sparked these to be leaked. 100%. (laughs) Like, fuck. Dude, you don't talk about Roger Goodell. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you do you do if you're not John Gruden, okay? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, if it would have just been Roger Goodell, I would have been on board with it, man. Yeah, for sure. And it is, it is also kind of telling where, because I think a lot of people, people are coming out of the woodworks, right? And backing up these claims and saying like, it's about time and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like there's some side of people saying like, oh, that's bullshit. Like you're talking out now, but I'm over here kind of like, well, yeah, like what? What were you going to do before? Like the Raiders handpicked him and paid him like $90 million or some shit to do this. And by the way, his brother and his dad are also intermixed with the NFL. Like at what point does somebody stand up for something that's legitimately been acceptable in our society for a very long time? Exactly. Well, and that's the thing too. It's like, unfortunately, when I see these things, like, although maybe to the level and the extent that they are is surprising, but it's not that surprising. And that's the unfortunate part, right? Like how many coaches right now are flipping the fuck out that they're per, like that to- there are personal emails from them also yeah. on this server that could be uncovered. Yeah, hide but your kids, this- hide your wife, hide your emails. Yeah, they're probably all pissing themselves right now. Well, well, and my question too that brings into our garbage human <laughs> resident garbage bag, um, Urban Meyer. Um, <laughs> He's NFL- excited about all of this news. Well, of course, because the spotlight's off of his ass, but it's like. Why we welcome that, but now we're like kicking this dude out. Like, well, where? Which obviously I, I get. I'm not. I'm not. Whatever. No, and I don't get me wrong. I'm not defending any of this behavior because obviously we could. There's a fucking track record the size of the Nile of yeah. behavior that the NFL bullshit. has accepted. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I will say is that we have to remember that Gruden resigned. He mm-hmm. did not get fired. And I do think that there's some sort of precedent that like, I don't know, could the NFL fired him for this? Like, I'm sure they would have figured it out and made it very hard for him, but the emails are not the NFL emails. They're from his personal email account to ESPN. I'm pretty sure. Right. Well, cause he wasn't a, he wasn't an employee of the NFL at the time. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they're not, they're not the NFL emails. They're just some emails that were uncovered in a different investigation. Right. And so it's kind of like legality wise, I don't really know what the NFL could or couldn't have done. I'm certain there's cause now at this point because there's proof, but then that gets tricky because it didn't happen while he was employed with the NFL. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, I think they could probably do whatever they want, but when it gets into lawsuits on either side, like, I don't know who would win what because of that. Exactly. Yeah. I think that 
there's some leg to stand on in the sense that like it happened prior to him working for the NFL. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. It doesn't matter though, but it does set, set this weird chain of events off in your head where you're like, okay, so that's happening. But then like Watson still is employed and like very eligible to play urban Myers of the world, the Antonio Browns, you get into a very sticky situation of like, well, we've clearly, you know, set a different precedent in the past. So like, yeah, what do we accept and what do we not accept? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the line? Yeah. Although, and I think too, like, just assuming I, we all know now, like the things that are in these hundreds of thousands of emails, at what point did Gruden just be like, fuck it, I'm out stop reading the emails. Like maybe this, you know, like the NFL of all people, the NFL of all of all of this might just be paying Gruden off under the table to resign. So they stop reading the emails. All of listen, listen, I 100% said that earlier. I said, I'm curious to know how much of his, cause he's walked, he's walking away from like $70 million or some shit. Right. So uh, I'm yeah, curious a lot. to yeah, know. Like 70 something. Yeah. I'm curious to know if there's some sort of, which technically if you leave, you don't get a severance package, but we're not talking about regular everyday jobs here. No. So I am curious about that because the fact that their GM or whoever that was like gave him, like literally asked him to resign. He's like, yeah. you got to get out of here. Yeah. You got to fucking do this before it goes any further. And he did. Yeah. I mean, I I'm interested to see how the rest of this unfolds. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people, particularly men who are squirming in their, in their seats right now. <laughs> a, few, a few puckered ones out there. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, I think that's all we'll say. I mean, we obviously yeah. don't need to like no. hammer anything home or this, obviously what he said is terrible and yeah. it's unfortunate. It's small minded. Hopefully this will be the opportunity for him to change. Maybe think about things in a different perspective. Hopefully. Okay. Well, I don't know. Did you do any sort of like research on predictions or anything like that? A hundred percent. I'm picking the Cowboys. Um, Got it. Which I don't know if that line's changed, but it was minus four Cowboys yesterday. Oh yeah. Definitely taking the Cowboys. Although the Patriots were impressive against Brady, but I feel like that's kind of a Texas OU fluky kind of thing. And it is there, right? It is uh, Patriots. Um, So, I mean, I still... Gosh, now you say that and now I'm like getting nervous about it, but no, I, I would take the Cowboys there too. Okay. I, I mean, love, I love the bucks minus seven. Oh, I know. I kind of like the Jags plus three and a half against the dolphins. Yeah. That's we, we, um, we were talking about that one yesterday. There are some like, even like, I like green Bay. Yep. Like they just, the bears, like I, the bears are doing very well. But that's like a one of those like division in division things that I yeah. think Green Bay is just gonna shit all show over up. them. Yeah, they're gonna show but up. Maybe I'm sure. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. One I didn't want to touch just because it's like large and weird is Texans versus Colts with Texans plus ten and a half. I, plus ten and a half. I'm like, yeah, because that's my thing is I'm looking too. at that and I feel like they're giving the Colts way too much credit. Way too I'm much like, credit. It giving the inc- Texans ten and a half points. Yeah, it's insane. That seems like I might take that. I'm with you because although they it is a theme, right? Like they've hung, they've hung in there. Yeah. I just think that's a lot. I think that's a big spread. Right. No, I, I'm with you. I don't I would, like Chargers Ravens. I might stay away from that. Rams yeah. Giants seems trappy. Panthers minus one and a half. I don't hate that because I feel like they have, are kind well, of like 
CMC's back. Yeah. I don't hate that against the Vikings. Oh, I love the Cardinals money line and plus two and a half. Love that. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, Cowboys, we talked about, I don't really like the Raiders Broncos, especially now with the Raiders shit. Mm-mm. Broncos are very much just, you can't. Yeah. I'm staying away from that. Me too. I mean, the Steelers, Seahawks, Seahawks now, no too. way. Yeah. Without, without Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That seems that I don't, I'm probably staying away from that one. And then bills minus five. Yeah. Give it five and a half. Yeah. I, I like that. Me I like too. that all day long. Me too. Okay. Um, well, Parker. check out our Twitter page at Women Can't Parlay for our actual picks when we place them drunk on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we'll see. The next episode might be us drunk, and some of you might be here for that, and some of you might not. We'll see. Yeah. Well, anyway. we might be present for it. We may not be. Yes. So. Good we'll God. Yeah. Speak. Physically present, mentally not so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pray for us this weekend. Um, <laughs> next week's episode will be very interesting, given that we don't even know how much football we'll get to watch, especially college, but we'll make it happen. We'll make it work. We're here for y'all. Yeah. Check out dimers.com. Follow us at Women Camp Parlay. Subscribe, rate, review on Apple or Spotify, whatever your preference. Give us some love, guys. Our one year anniversary is now in just like a matter of weeks. Yeah. So we'll have to figure out how we're going to like do that too. But anyway, we are signing off. Goodbye. We love you. you. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.